Hi, welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Peter Bulmer, owner of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast dedicated to exploring issues facing today's Canadian aftermarket professionals, sponsored by SiriusXM Canada. SiriusXM is making it possible to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash four shops for details. Welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversation. Today, I'm joined by Atul Vora, Regional Managing Director for Canada and Global Customer Success Manager for Solera. Hi, Atul. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you, Peter. This is uh, something I've been looking forward to, and congratulations. You've built a very nice business and a, and a service for the auto industry, so we appreciate it. You're too kind. We're just doing our part. So I guess an obvious starting point would be For those who aren't familiar with Solera, uh, what can you tell us about Solera? What are your offerings? In what space do you play? And and there may be many who are not because Solera has, uh, over the years, grown very rapidly. Our mission is to provide risk and asset management data and software solutions uh, for companies across the automotive and insurance ecosystem. The genesis of the company was with a brand that many of your listeners will be familiar with, Ornitex, and that is in the collision claims, vehicle claims area, where we are the world's oldest automated system and the leading system in use in 90 countries that essentially takes cars that have been in a collision and very accurately details the damages, the fixes for the damages, the part numbers, and so on. So that's a core business, but not the only one. We also have a business which is, if you will, the Google for mechanics. It's a mechanical repair business based on both OEM and experience-based data. These go by the brand names Autodata and Identifix, respectively. We also have businesses that take the car owner journey from purchase all the way to end of life and those are better known by their brand names, AutoPoint and Title Tech, etc. My point here is, if you wanted a simple description of who we are, we are the company that takes automotive ownership, the assets, and manages those assets through the life cycle of ownership, from purchase to repair to collision, glass, windshield, and eventually to total loss if it so happens, or end of life and disposition in the case of salvage, because we also have software for salvage yards. We are the leading provider of interchange and software and under a brand called Hollander. Now, can you explain what exactly is guided image capture and how does it work? Sure. It's a great uh, question, and, and it's good to understand because it is the tip of the spear. This is part of the captive suite. This is what makes the photo to estimate possible. And as you would perhaps appreciate, or anyone who's tried to take a picture, the most annoying thing is being photobombed, right? Or, you know, you're trying to sell something on eBay and there's noise in the background. Pictures, a picture is worth a thousand words. And so you've got to get it right. We have patent pending technology, which creates a mask for all the vehicle that you are about to take a picture. So it's not a generic mask of a sedan or an SUV or a pickup truck. 
because of our databases and because we have data on 99.75% of the cars on Mother Earth, we're able to get the exact make model, create a mask, so that when you go to take a picture, you fit the picture in the mask. Now that is what is the singular driver of quality. And we've seen technologies without guided image capture have a degradation of 20, 30 points in terms of accuracy. So you'd asked earlier about accuracy, and I would tell you our accuracy is great and growing because partly because of the guided image capture. So it's a very important part of the whole captures uh, and we're very pleased to be leading the way and it's it's another example of how it's not just image of technology but image and data coming together because we have data that creates the mass the image goes back and it combines with our data and our repair science remember we've been repairing cars for 50 years we've got on all the cars so we're not just using statistical approximations to get to the estimate. We're using actual repair information. There might be somewhat of a mental block for some uh, mechanical repair technicians. Now, I'm just thinking if they're incorporating guided image capture when they're doing estimates, when they're trying to get to the estimate process, wouldn't that take them personally out of the equation? Do you, do you see this as replacing existing talent or exi like existing labor, or do you see it as a, more of a complement to the shop owner? Great question, and I would tell you unequivocally it's a complement. The reason is we are in a world of you know retiring experts, assessors, there is a shortage of talent that understands automobiles, there is an expectation of speed and velocity from the consumer, and what this guided image capture and artificial intelligence more broadly does is to expedite and scale the process. Nobody is taking people out of the equation, it just makes it easy for a novice to take a picture that can then be used to assess the damages, order the parts, get the car started, and stop there for a moment. Once we have this capability, think of the other use cases, perhaps outside of the classic mechanic repair shop, where it can be applied. So there's a tow truck coming to pick up a car that's on the roadside. You can get a picture that gets, again, the estimate started. Remember, there's no mechanic that's accompanying the tow truck. You're bringing a rental car back with you know, some minor dings. Again, a picture can get the process begun. So the use cases and the scalability of this is frankly endless. And in every situation, we're not taking people away. We're making their jobs easier. We're adding to customer satisfaction. Anytime there's any technology coming out, any emerging technology, there's going to be detractors for whatever reason, whether it's because they don't understand the technology, they think that it, they might be setting themselves up to be replaced. I mean, it could be anything. And one of the things that's immediately coming to my mind, there's a lot of mistrust, I would suggest, when it comes to accuracy. For When you take the human element out, there's a lot of possibility for error or there's a perceived opportunity for lack of accuracy when it comes to a machine doing a human's job. So I guess my question long-windedly would be, what's the accuracy on a guided image capture? And what happens if something's missed? Obviously, there's, yeah. we're probably not relying entirely on 
the technology, there's probably going to still be a human element. But can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Great questions again. So first of all, the accuracy is really very, very good and improving constantly. We're in the high 80s, okay? And the accuracy is, frankly, hugely determined by the quality of the picture, which is why the guided image capture where we began is so important. So accuracy in itself is is really good, scalable. Think about it, though. The bigger issue is consistency. When any two humans write an estimate, you will have a difference, a variance, because that's the nature of the human. When the machine writes the estimate or takes the picture and proceeds from there, you have consistency. So that's not a trivial step forward. It's, in fact, a major step forward. Answer to your question number one, accuracy, very good. Becomes better with guided image capture. Consistency, unparalleled, because we did not have this before. And, of course, there is a human in the loop. There is a human in the loop that, you know, gets this at some point and depends on the workflow, depends on the severity, etc., and has an ability to use the work done and build on it. While consistency is important, it's important to still have that human element because the, the cost of running a shop, the cost of your overhead, of the <laughs> labor, it's going to vary from location to location. If you're in downtown Vancouver or Toronto, you're going to be you know, paying a lot more as opposed to if you're out in Moncton, New Brunswick. And that's always been our plan. The human is always in the loop. When insurers and other use cases that I that I outlined for you start to deploy this tool, they will determine where which workflows are straight through and which workflows require more or less human intervention. I mean, it's it's just a simple economics and customer experience driven issue, right? So they may say, if the total damages are under a thousand dollars, we're comfortable, let it go right straight through. Or they may say, for this situation, or in this use case, this is something that becomes a step in the process. It's an important step. It gives an accurate, consistent first read and saves time and aggravation. Yeah, I I completely understand that. And just to take us out a little bit, I've always been fascinated by emerging technologies, specifically AI and AI adaptive technology. Now, being in that space yourself, have you found that there's a big resistance to adopting this kind of thing? Or am I totally off base and are people embracing this? People are embracing this. We started on this journey several years ago. We have the leading self-serve app that we private label, but you can find it on the App Store. 4.9 rated, thousands of thousands of reviews that are that are just fantastic, okay? So we've been on this for a while. We surveyed over 1,600 consumers, body shops, and insurers around the globe. 72% of the consumers, because at the end of the day, it's the consumer that votes with you know his or her feet and wallet, right? 72% of the consumers said they are ready for an AI-based automated end-to-end solution. And in North America, that number is 83%. Here's the clincher. Not only are 83% of the consumers ready for it, but they've say, they say very clearly to us that they would switch to an insurer if they were not getting an AI-based automated response. This is real. 
consumers want it. I'm not saying that there will not be any resistance, but I, I will tell you our experience. Consumers want it. We've run self-service apps. They work beautifully. We are right now in the midst of large numbers of pilots with insurers, with repairers underway today. The initial feedback from all of those is it's very positive. Now, I'm not telling you that there isn't a journey or a learning curve involved because that would be disingenuous. But that's happening faster and faster. It's smart to know that there will be resistance and manage change. But we are pleasantly surprised that there is an embracing of this technology by all the stakeholders. Well, there's a lot of exciting technology going on. I mean, with Solera, with the world in general, it's a very exciting time just to be in this space. And I'm excited for the future. Now, Atul, before I let you go, we always ask our guests one final question. What is your all-time favorite vehicle? Yeah, my all-time favorite vehicle still is my 2007 Mercedes E550. It's a, it's a little bit of a clunker by now. It's heavy, it's large, but the combination of agility, power, and you know, just stability and creature comforts is, is, is just fantastic. I love it. This has been another episode of Auto Service World Conversations with your host, Peter Bowler. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And thank you, as always, to SiriusXM Canada for being our title sponsor.